You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget, minus Bridget, but Jill is in with us today here on Moody Radio 89.3. And we've got so much to discuss with Pastor Rob Pacienza. He is the lead pastor of the Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church here in Fort Lauderdale. Good morning, Pastor Rob. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, we just heard that spot for uh, that big event that's happening on the 27th. Tell us more about what will be happening at that event. Yeah, so we uh, welcome to Coral Ridge for the first time, Dr. Ben Carson and Dr. Elevator King. And this is uh, part of a new initiative that we launched back in the fall called the Institute for Faith and Culture. So we're going to be having a lot of events like this, seminars, panel discussions, conferences. Uh, but this event in particular, uh, we invite uh, Carson and King in to talk about issues that should be concerning to the faith community. So as the promotion said, we'll be talking about how does the church respond to the issue of life, education, opportunity, uh, religious liberty. Um, so I'll be leading a panel discussion with the, with the two of them, and they're actually going to be taking this conversation on the road. Uh, they're going to be doing a six-city tour, and we happen to be hosting the very first one on uh, Monday, February 27th. I think there will be opportunity for um, audience interaction. There will be opportunity for uh, Q&A afterwards. Uh, but we really want to give people a optimistic, hopeful view of the future. So many times when we talk about these cultural hot-button issues, even uh, there's a tendency within the church uh, to have kind of a negative outlook on things. And, and we want to give people uh, hope. We want to give people some answers for how they can be a hopeful presence in a very broken world right now and in a very divided nation. Well, some people might be listening and saying, wait, 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 you're a pastor of a church. And as a pastor of a church, you should preach the gospel. Why do you think it's important to address these cultural issues as well? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, when the gospel uh, saves us, that, that message that reconciles us with God, uh, the, the gospel doesn't save us and then take us immediately up to heaven, but uh, Jesus specifically said that you will be my witnesses to the very ends of the earth. And part of being a witness for Jesus Christ is taking everything that he commanded us to the nations. Uh, and we bring his lordship into every sphere of culture. And every sphere also includes government and politics. And so if Jesus wanted us to simply just uh, get saved and do nothing, he would have taken us up to heaven with him when he uh, when he saves us and rescues us. But he keeps us here for a mission and a purpose. That first and primary mission is the Great Commission. Uh, that is to uh, see people experience salvation through Jesus Christ. Uh, but then uh, that also includes living under his lordship and living under his reign. And uh, that's taking every thought captive, as the Apostle Paul said. I, I also think it's important for us to understand that issues concerning the sanctity of human life, particularly the sanctity of human life for those in the womb, uh, the importance of freedom and liberty, the, uh, the, the importance of uh, loving your neighbor well and serving your neighbor, neighbor is not, they're not political issues, first and foremost. These are, these are moral issues. These are gospel issues, as I often tell our people at Coral Ridge. Um, we've bought the lie that these are merely political issues. And if they're merely political issues, you're right. We should kind of steer clear. Uh, but because these are deeply moral issues, freedom, life, uh, you know, how, how we serve and love our neighbor well, uh, the church should be involved in these conversations. 
Well, that take you, you said ends of the earth just a few moments ago. So that takes us to Capitol Hill and the Center for Christian Statesmanship. You've relaunched this. Tell us, what is this center uh, that's part of your ministry now? So our founding pastor, Dr. D. James Kennedy, he launched the Center for Christian Statesmanship back in 1995. And this was an outreach designed uh, to minister to Christians working on Capitol Hill, whether that's interns, staffers, congressmen, congresswomen, senators. And uh, it, it kind of hasn't done much in the last uh, few years, but we really felt the need right now in a, in, in, in a nation, and in particular in a city like Washington, D.C., that is absolutely polarized and divided. We thought, wow, if there was ever a time where we needed to minister to those on Capitol Hill, it is right now. And so we will be uh, relaunching it this spring. And uh, the outreach will consist of lunches and dinners and programs for Christians serving on Capitol Hill that we will be reminding them of their calling, uh, first and foremost, as a Christian, and secondly, as a statesman. Uh, You know, believe it or not, we, we forget when we watch all of the uh, politics and the political theater of today, uh, that there was a time in our nation where everyone was a statesman. And what, is it, what does it mean to be a statesman? It means that you put your principles over your politics. Uh, but then when we talk about Christian statesmen, we realize that Christians should be first and foremost uh, leading the way with uh, leading in politics and in the political sphere with their virtues and their values. So the Center for Christian Statesmanship will be helping to reinforce um, uh, the, the principle and the idea that if you are a Christian serving in politics, uh, that this is a ministry. This is way more than a career. This is way more than just serving your term in Congress. Uh, we want them to see themselves as missionaries on Capitol Hill, being a light in a very dark place. You know, you often hear people say, we're, we want to drain the swamp. It, we're not interested in draining the swamp. We're interested in reclaiming uh, Capitol Hill uh, for the glory of God and being a, a light in the midst of the darkness. Well, and you're not just talking about those that are believers. You actually have a goal of visiting uh, every new member on Capitol Hill, don't you? Absolutely. So there's about, I think, 84 incoming freshmen uh, that came in and were sworn in in January. And we're, uh, we're going to make it a goal over the next two months. We're going to visit every single incoming freshman, uh, regardless of party affiliation. Uh, we're going to present them with a, uh, a study Bible, uh, some resources to encourage them, and we're going to communicate to them. We're not a lobbyist group. Uh, we want nothing from you. We are here to serve you, encourage you. Uh, if there's if there's something you need help with, here's our contact information. But we want to make it very clear that uh, this is a, a, a nonpartisan ministry. Uh, we are here to be light uh, to you and to be an encouragement to you. We actually had a really cool story happen uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, somebody I, I, I'm not at the liberty to share their name, uh, but a, but a congressman that's uh, made the news uh, in the last couple months and really struggling. Uh, with with some things that that uh, you know he's wrestling with and and his office is wrestling with, and uh, he reached out to us and uh, went and wanted to know how we could help him. And it's uh, been a great opportunity for us to minister to him, uh, to minister to his office, to provide some counsel. And uh, what's really amazing is 
none of them are Christians. <laughs> none of them are what we would consider Bible-believing, evangelical, born-again Christians. Uh, but we were the one group they reached out to when crisis hit. And this is what we want to see happen on Capitol Hill. We want to be there for those that are not only um, looking to make a difference, but we want to be there for those that are struggling. Uh, often uh, you, you walk the halls of, of Congress and you walk through Capitol Hill and, and people are disillusioned. People are dismayed. Uh, they, they come to Washington thinking it's going to be something uh, much different than what the reality is. And, and we want to be there to be a source of encouragement to them. They need a safe place. And if you have that opportunity to be that safe place, that is amazing. Uh, Absolutely. One, one of our favorites is coming to the area. That's Erwin Lutzer. He has, you know, you talk about these cultural issues. He's been on the front of, of those for for years now. And uh, he's coming. You're, you're bringing him down to be a part of uh, another event you've got going on, don't you? Yeah, March 31st through April 1st, we're going to be hosting our second annual Kingdom Come Conference. This is our annual Worldview Conference at Coral Ridge. And the topic this year is God's Word and its cultural moment. Mm. And if uh, you, you, you think about what has happened in the church the last 20 years, it's really been an attack on the sufficiency of God's Word. And so we're going to be talking about how simply God's Word is enough. And so Erwin Lutzer is going to be joined by uh, Harry Reeder, Michael Kruger, our very own Tim Sansbury from Knox Seminary, Sinclair Ferguson, and they're all going to be talking about different aspects in culture and society and how God's Word is enough, how God's Word is enough for the, uh, for the family, how God's Word is enough for our culture, how God's Word is enough uh, for all of the different uh, issues that we're dealing with as a society right now. Just a reminder, and I pray it's also an encouragement for the uh, church as a whole throughout South Florida to be reminded in a, in a, in a moment in history where people are saying we need more than God's word. Jesus just does isn't enough. You often hear people say you're oversimplifying the problem when you mm-hmm. say that that we just need to give them Jesus. I, I really want this conference to double down our reminder and our affirmation. No, no, God's word is sufficient for everything we need. And uh, really, uh, it's actually the first time Erwin Lutzer will be at Coral Ridge. Mm. And not only will he be speaking as, uh, uh, as, as one of the keynote speakers, but he'll also be preaching that Sunday morning uh, on April the 2nd. Well, what I'm hearing over and over again is bringing it back to God's Word, God's Word, God's Word. And there's uh, an event that's actually taking place next week uh, that is especially for young people and reminding them that God's Word speaks into their lives, even as young people. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it'll be for young people and their parents. Uh, We're going to be bringing in the founder of Mama Bear Apologetics. Uh, Her name is uh, Hillary Morgan Ferrer. And she's going to be talking about uh, a biblical view of sexuality, um, bringing it back to God's Word. What does God's Word say about gender and identity and sexuality? And so we want all families all over South Florida. This is not just for Coral Ridge. Uh, we want anybody who's concerned about the next generation. We want young people themselves there. And she's going to be talking about um, how God's Word lays out uh, it's a, his perfect design for humanity and particularly in the area of sexuality. I mean, there is so much confusion out there right now, inside and outside of the church. And so that's going to be next Wednesday, February 22nd, I believe at 6.30 p.m. right there in the Coral Ridge Sanctuary. It is a free event. 
Uh, we had some very generous underwriters um, uh, provide for Hillary coming down. We didn't want there to be, we didn't want price to be any obstacle. So it's a free event. Uh, we want uh, teenagers to be there, parents, grandparents, or just somebody that is concerned about speaking truth to the next generation. We want you to be there uh, next Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. to hear Hillary Morgan Ferrer. You guys just don't slow down. You, you've got a lot going on. Let me just say, um, we have a link at our website, ericandbridget.org. To, uh, there's a link there to Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. Click in the events, and you'll see all of this information. And uh, you can, if nothing else, you can be in prayer for these events as they go on because they are important. And if you can't make it there, be in prayer. As, you know, you think of that, all the teens that are going to show up for that event and how impacting that can be for their entire life. Um, that is something to be in prayer about. So, Pastor, thank you for joining us, encouraging us, but also uh, sharing a lot of different things that's happening at your church uh, right now. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. God bless you.